Angels are, angels are popular in culture these days. They never seem to go out of style. Some people pray to angels, and they envision angels surrounding them to protect them. Let's learn what the Bible really says about guardian angels on this episode of The Gospel Gumbo. Thanks for listening to the Gospel Gumbo Podcast. Help me out by rating and reviewing the podcast on your podcast app to help others find the podcast. And don't forget to hit follow so that you never miss an episode as well. Okay, let's get to today's episode. Before we can talk about guardian angels, we need to talk about angels more generally. Angels are celestial beings created by God and have captured the imaginations of people throughout history. In the Bible, they're portrayed as powerful, intelligent, and obedient servants of God. But what is their purpose? And how do they relate to us mere mortals? Let's start by examining the nature and hierarchy of angels. In the Bible, angels are described as spiritual beings, often depicted with wings and radiating majesty. While the exact details of their hierarchy are not explained or outlined, there are suggestions of different ranks or orders, such as archangels, and cherubim. One of the primary roles of angels is to serve as messengers from God to humanity. In fact, the word angel literally means messenger, and sometimes the word in the original language refers to a distinct class of beings, but other times the same word refers to a human who is just delivering a message. But let's focus on the unique beings we call angels. They deliver important revelations, prophecies, and instructions to individuals and communities. We see this in the visitations of the angel Gabriel to Mary announcing the birth of Jesus and in the encounters between angels and the prophets like Daniel, Isaiah, and Zechariah. Okay, so now what about guardian angels? The belief in guardian angels stems from the idea that God assigns angels to watch over and protect his people. In Psalm 91.11, we read, For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all his ways. This suggests a divine shield that is defending believers from harm. In Matthew 18.10, Jesus says, See that you do not despise one of these little ones, for I tell you that in heaven their angels always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. Here, Jesus implies that God assigns angels to watch over and protect his vulnerable children, providing them with guidance and comfort. Numerous accounts in the Bible also illustrate angelic intervention in the lives of individuals. We read of angels guiding Hagar in the wilderness and assuring her of God's care. We witness an angel releasing the apostle Peter from prison, demonstrating the active role of angels in assisting and delivering believers. The belief in guardian angels has theological and practical implications. Some theologians see guardian angels as expressions of God's providential care, extending his guidance and protection through these celestial beings. But the truth is, we just don't know much about guardian angels, and I've said here pretty much all that the Bible says about it. I think there are two clear errors that we might make here. First, because there are so many questions and so much mystery, some people seek to clear it all up by saying, well, there's no such thing as guardian angels, it's all made up. I don't think that's right. There is a biblical basis for guardian angels. 
Other people, though, try to clear up the mystery and answer all the questions by making wild assumptions and nailing down uh, everything by saying that maybe each person or each Christian or each child has a specific guardian angel or that they come up with some other rules like that. Look, here's what we learn from the Bible. God loves us, and he uses angels as his emissaries in some way in his loving care of us. And our focus should not be so much on the angels themselves, but on the God who sends them, the God whom they obey and serve. Nonetheless, it really is kind of fun when we get to see a little of how God shows his love for us, and angels are a part of that equation. I hope that we'll be able to understand about this more in the new heavens and the new earth when all is made new. And until then, I trust that God will keep me safe. And probably he will use some angelic powers to do that. But I don't really know when or how. And honestly, I'm okay with that. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Gospel Gumbo Podcast. I would love to make season two, but I need to make sure that it is worthwhile. So I'm paying attention to three things, downloads, feedback, and money. It costs money to publish a podcast and not a small amount of work. Now, if you'll give me just $5 once, I'll give you your own private podcast link that will have all the episodes from season one without any advertising, plus 10 extra bonus episodes. At various levels, you'll also get a lot of other cool stuff. Now, I'm not looking for a subscription, just a one-time purchase that will help me to know that this podcast has been helpful and that you would like me to make another season. Look for the show notes of this episode to find the link to give money. Podcasts are getting gobbled up by big corporations and conglomerates. Independent podcasters like me need your support. Thanks so much.